2: And then there was bass Good evening motherfuckers and motherfuckers This is your host Young Dolomite of the too much game podcast live from the boom boom room once again today i have a very very special guest my friend my bestie online
3: from karen
2: l. l from the <laughs> say it the loud brand and podcast how you doing tonight karen l
3: good i'm well i'm well i'm so happy to be here with you in this space and this energy i love your hoodie by the way
2: thank you very much i got it from a, a close friend of mine
3: <laughs> i love it i love it i love
2: it man so so how are you doing tonight
3: i'm hanging in there i'm hanging in there you know uh, i'm in new york so we am getting locked down and all that kind of stuff again but you know it's it's it's, it's good creative space and good time to work so i'm good
2: Okay, yeah, and y'all y'all got that that potent level of coronavirus out there.
3: <laughs> her name is Miss Rona.
2: <laughs> Man. And,
3: and, you know, we all scared of her. So uh yeah, it's it's serious out here. You just they just closed schools and the movie theater never came back and it's just we're going into that home mode of lockdown again. So yeah, the gym's barely open back up. It's 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 real out here. It's really real.
2: And it's a trip because, like out here. Like even at the height of the whole coronavirus thing, like a lot of us was out here kinda chilling while y'all was locked down. We was hearing about New York. Like they y'all y'all got some shit we didn't get. It was yeah, way like, worse. If
3: you've ever been to New York and you've been to Times Square and you know like this is the city that never sleeps and it's true, then it's it's been crazy. Like it's just all the lights are out. The theaters are not open, Broadway shut down. Like I never seen anything like this before. You can't I mean, there was one point where you couldn't even get toilet paper. Like, you go to the supermarket, it's just like, oh, you could get two rolls if you could find it. You know, like, it's been crazy out here. Everything just, you can't, you couldn't move for three months. You just couldn't do anything. Like, literally go to the supermarket and go home. That was it.
2: Yeah, that shit is like I am legend or some shit.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly how, that's how it's been. And now, I mean, we opened up a little bit, but now we're going back to that shutdown again. So, who knows what's going to happen
2: because we we had a we had a quarantine but it was a soft quarantine (laughs) like the the mall like the the mall were closed the malls bars uh clubs like you know shit where you know it's gonna be a thousand niggas all on top of each other like all that shit was closed for the most part life was normal out here it was a lot less traffic on the freeways and the schools were closed but at the same time like a lot of people were still doing a lot of regular shit on the low yeah. Like people were still having kickbacks on the low, you know, just where well,
4: we're going to, do <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
2: you know, we ain't going to put a flyer out, but we just going to spread the word on Instagram and niggas just going to pop up at the time. Like, but yeah. even when niggas was catching the Rona, like people were surviving because, right. you know, in the beginning, like New York, it was like, everybody knew somebody who was dying. Like we was like, they got some different shit than we got.
3: no it was bad there was one point where they were actually bringing like trucks with refrigerators to the hospital for the bodies like there were there was times where there was like undertakers didn't have room for bodies and stuff like that like no it got really it got really real here for a minute you know what i mean where it was just like you can't go to your friend's funeral, your family member's funeral. Like you can't do any of that. Like none of that's happening. So it was, it, it was crazy for a minute. And then things kind of opened back up and people started acting like we didn't have like a problem and, in the first place. and party in and, and whatever. And now we just right back at the same place again. So
2: that's scary. Fucking gonna, shit.
3: Yeah. They probably gonna lock us down again and then we can't go nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> and We get nothing. Yeah, um, that's, that's what I'm expecting now.
2: Yeah, As a truck driver, it's cool because I'm like, well, that's good. No more traffic. I'm going to go ahead and get my work day done way faster now. But at the same yeah. time, it's like the mall going to be back closed. So I'm not going to be able to try on shoes and clothes no more. Like, fuck. But New York.
3: Honestly, when things do get back to normal, some things still won't go back to the way they were. I think things have changed so much, honestly, that I don't expect everything to go back. The same way. Like some things it's like, why wasn't we doing that in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Now like it was like we, we did it through the corona. Yeah. Like, like for instance, like schools, like every kid, we can't give every kid a computer. Now every kid got a computer. Exactly. We can't have a virtual doctor's appointment. Now the doctor's saying the log on to Zoom. So I think some things I'm like, well, why was now they tracking your phone? for COVID I'm like well why y'all can't do that to the pedophiles you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like there's some stuff that it was like well if y'all could have done this why have we not done this before and no now we're not going back
2: yeah me and my me and my sister talked about this shit because she was like I don't never want to go back to work like I don't want to go to my office no more like I if I can work from home if all this shit was possible the whole time why the fuck am I going to work why do I got to get dressed
3: I mean, I agree with that. And I think if you're a business owner, for a lot of business owners, uh, hello, you was paying $20,000 rent for us to be up in that office, and now you could save yourself a lot of money if you just let everybody work from home. Yeah. So Give them I a think something of cool things laptops. are not. <laughs> but it's true. Get everybody a laptop and make sure you pay them enough that they got Wi-Fi, and then boom, you 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 cut that overhead. So I think some businesses are just not going to be the same anymore and some things are just not going
2: to be the same for us yeah like you know I, I did an episode about this shit like when when around like the beginning of the show because the the quarantine had happened like early in my show and shit and i was talking about like you know companies that that learn how to scale and learn how to move around the way that things are going to be they're going to do very well in this shit because they are going to cut a lot of overhead not having to pay building rent and you know a lot of shit is going to be handled through shipping and receiving as as opposed to hand in hand and having stock on hand mm-hmm. like a lot of shit is going to change a lot of motherfuckers going to move different and a lot of people that was small going to get big and a lot of people that was big going to get small rest yeah. in peace to sizzler
3: yeah i'm not even mad at that though sometimes that needs to happen you yeah. know what i mean it's just evolution in the process of things i'm always rooting for the underdog so I feel like go ahead like let's let's change cuz clearly what we were doing wasn't working well enough. So No. Nope. Let's change it anyway and see what happens.
2: I'm just glad niggas is washing their hands now.
3: Yeah. Yeah, hopefully some people learn how to do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, cuz
3: <'cause laughs>
2: it, 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 um, it was a big right. emphasis on 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 personal hygiene like now motherfuckers don't want to shake your hand and hug you because i'm the type of person that i'm not an affectionate dude i don't like being touched no damn way Same. so now it's dope that you can't touch me please get the fuck back and
3: yeah I'm not, that's like some people are really sad about this and like we can't do or be around people and do stuff and i'm just like mm, i didn't really like being around some of y'all anyway yeah, so quarantine
2: that shit was right up my alley
3: yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. I don't really miss too many people. I'm good.
2: Yeah, I was like, this is fucking perfect. I don't have to be fucking with niggas. I don't got to pop out. Oh, man, sorry, dog. I'm quarantining. Yeah.
3: Hey, man, pull up to this I'll shit. Nah, I man.
2: Who all over there? Oh, it's going to be more than six people? Nah, man, I can't show up. Coronavirus. Yeah, you knew
3: you know that already. Nah, I'm good with this. This is fine with
2: me. Yeah, that shit was, like, it's perfect for me. Like, I, I loved it. I'm like my family is home. My kids don't gotta school or go to school. My wife is here. Like my family. What else
3: could you need?
2: Exactly. I'm like, dude, this shit is perfect now. Like, I'm loving it.
3: This is like a long summer. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a hell of a vacation. You know? Yeah, it,
3: we should.
2: Yeah, because yeah, it, I'm
3: not complaining.
2: Yeah, for the outside people, but the thing is, like, we both Scorpios, so I think this shit really works for like us. But like. Leo's they yeah, had the fever. Are... Yeah, the the people who like to be out and moving and grooving and being out on the scene, I know this shit is killing them.
3: Yeah, like, there I got some people that are like, "Karen, you don't want to go out." I'm like, mm, "You yeah, know." Like, "You sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure."
2: Yeah, you can and keep And they,
3: they're killing them. They got like, I got to do something. I'm like, no, "I'm I'm fine."
2: Yeah, you can keep that yeah. outside. I'm I'm not I'm not worried about that shit. It ain't never really been my thing like I, I, i've been a house cat forever so now yeah. that everybody is forced to be a house cat cool more yeah, people I, that, I lay low, so yeah i'll be telling motherfuckers you <laughs> now that you're stuck in the house go go listen to the too much game podcast you got time nigga got time. you can binge nowhere.
3: listen actually
2: exactly and you can watch it on youtube because you ain't going nowhere you ain't gonna be driving person, so yeah i'll be like nigga check the show out nigga you ain't doing shit get home you bored you, I got some entertainment for you. Play. I got this is my eighty-first episode, nigga. You got plenty of content. You got
3: a lot of a lot of time. Go ahead, binge listen.
2: Yeah, exactly. Read a damn book. Improve yourself.
3: <laughs> shit, do
2: something that's gonna make you a better person. Learn a trade. Start a home business or some shit. That's
3: what I said. I feel like we got so much time on our hands. Why people don't like? This is a time where you should be doing constru- something constructive. Like you said, go learn a trade. Read a book. Teach yourself how to do something. Like, I just feel like you. there's
1: so many things you could be doing.
0: Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was
1: only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true.
0: Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner
3: Rather than just sitting around, that this is your opportunity to do it. Like we all will want that opportunity, and now you have it.
0: Yeah, Take and, it.
2: And I don't know. Did 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 y'all get the uh, the SBA loans and the the EDD scam and all that shit in New York?
3: Um, we got some people got SBA loans, but not enough.
2: Okay, no, 'cause because in California we was balling out here. Like niggas yeah, was getting. We got
3: a little. We got that little. Um, whatever that. The stimulus. Stimulus. Yeah, but it it didn't do nothing. We By then, we were like, so people were so hard up for money, like it didn't make no difference.
2: Nah, out here, they had uh, the SBA, the Small Business Association, and like the EDD. People were scamming and getting like ten and $20,000 off of these things, like at one time. like
3: oh well, yeah, no, I didn't get that. I wish I did, though. Yeah, they
2: was filing <laughs> claims and they was getting $10,000 and $20,000 and instead of like starting a business, niggas was like Rodeo drive. They literally had the police just waiting for black people because they,
3: oh, see, that's the thing. And I don't mean to like go, go hard on black people. Cause I'm black. I love black people, but like we got to create that generational wealth and we got to make decisions where we're putting ourselves in a better situation. Like, you should take like you should take the ten grand and go get a FHA loan and, and buy a piece of property. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or invest it in something that you give back to your community. Because what's happening is when you spend that money in all essence, it's just gone. It's gone. Exactly. And it's not coming back to us.
2: Exactly. So
3: it's just gone. So I feel like, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna scam, you know, it gotta be like uh, Peter Pan. You know what I mean? They gotta be like, you know, how you you what's the one where they rob? You know you gotta rob uh, the rob,
2: rich people. Rob the, uh, know, the, the rich Hood. for the poor. It be that. Robin Hood.
3: Yeah, it gotta be like where we taking our money and we doing something better for everybody in the community. Otherwise, it, it doesn't serve any purpose.
2: Yeah, niggas was doing that shit to get McQueens and Balenciagas, and I'm like, dog, why?
3: They appreciate.
2: Yeah, I'm like, you know. The niggas who bought jewelry, yeah, that's cool because, you know, jewelry holds value. But at the same time, it's like you could have did so much more with that shit. Like you've been saying you wanted a barbershop your whole life. $10,000, that's enough. Nigga, you you could set up a a, a chair, a mirror, some lights and all that shit in your garage and have a personal one-man barbershop out of your house. With $10,000 right. $10, shit. Fact. Got truck, it
3: could have been a traveling barbershop.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's a thousand ways <laughs> to skin a fucking cat. Like yeah. $10,000 as far as for entrepreneur, 10000 untaxed dollars at one time.
3: That's your startup money.
2: Yeah. If you really the the hustler, you said you was you You better still, you better have more than 10,000 at this point.
3: Right, and uh, we talking about yeah, because technically that's the that's the biggest game there is. If you could flip it, that's how you flip it. Yeah, if you, you know what I mean. Like let's keep it on. If you know how to do that, then it's the same thing. It's the same concept. It's just where you put your money so you can make your return.
2: Yeah, you got ten thousand unexpected dollars. Some niggas was getting fifteen, 000, sixteen thousand. Some of the people who were actually doing it for people was getting like thirty and forty thousand because they was charging people like one or two. To do their yeah. little profile or whatever You know but like a lot of motherfuckers They didn't flip it They they bought cars They bought Like remember that that Dave Chappelle skit When he was talking about reparations And the nigga was like Yeah, yeah, yeah I bought right. this baby cash nigga." Like that's what niggas was doing out here Like, like niggas was niggin
3: Yeah but we can't get ahead like that We're we not We're not getting ahead Matter of fact Let me just And I don't want to get all deep Because I want to get fun in this show But the reality is every time there is a stimulus and there is money like that, they always give it to black and brown people. You know why? Because they know
2: it's coming right back.
3: It's coming right. How do we re- how do we stimulate the economy? We give it to minority people. We give it to people that don't have money. And then they're going to go and pump their money right into the economy. And it's going to come right back. Yeah, so that's what where- they don't give money to rich people. Rich mo- Rich people keep their money they in the bank.
2: They're going to invest that shit.
3: Yeah, they keep it tied up in stocks and bonds. They're not not—they're not the ones going to the supermarket. They're not the ones waiting on the lines. They're not the ones buying those things. And so that's why when they said, oh, we only going to give the money to people that made between this amount of money and that amount of money, that's why that's the focus group. Because that is the group of people that are going to go out there and, and spend it, the money.
2: They're going to give it right back. but no, The same. lower
3: tax bracket don't have it. And the higher tax bracket don't need it.
2: Yeah, and the funny shit that you said that like... I, that was one of the main reasons I wanted to get you on here because I was like she liked the female too much game. Like <laughs> it, it'd be a few episodes I'll be listening to, I'll be like, Man, she be she spitting on that motherfucker. Yeah,
3: sometimes I feel bad because I'm like, yo, it's it's hard, it's hard lessons and it's hard discussions we have to have, but then at the same time I'm like, Why nobody told y'all?
2: <laughs> yeah, but that'd be the thing because, you know, like I fuck with Friday fuckery. Like that should be funny <laughs> as hell. But I, I also enjoy the shows where you really giving some fucking advice and it's not all wrapped in humor. Like, it's like, niggas, I got to tell you some real shit today.
3: Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's tough, though, because I feel bad. Like, when I did Weak Bitch Tendencies, I was like, damn, they going to hate me after nah, this episode. No, hell
2: no, nah. I love that episode. they
3: gonna, they going to be mad. I was like, yo, this is hard. This is real hard. And then I was like, I'm going to drop the episode anyway. Fuck it. Yeah. And until um, this day, that's my number one episode. But I be going in. Like, I felt really bad when I... Rec- After I listened to it, I was like, damn. Like, none of my friends are going to be my friends no, no more. I went, you know, on the ladies. And I was like, damn. That shit sounded
2: like, like, no like it so much is too much. I'm all
3: for the men. But let me tell you why. I have a son. Yeah. I got an 11-year-old son. And I be thinking about my son. And there's some shit that women do. And I ain't say I ain't do it before either. But now that I have a son of my own, I'm like, Damn. If somebody do that to my son, I'm beating her ass. Yeah. You know, I got two older sisters. I'm sending them over there. Like, you're not going to beat my son. And some women think that's okay. They're like, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a punch him in the face. I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to stab him. Like, talking like that. When you come in my house and you talk like that about my son, I'm going to tell him, like, stop fucking with her. She yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's not okay. If someone's telling you you're stupid every day or you're telling you this or telling you that, and like, we've we become such a society that we think that that's okay. It ain't. And, like, I'm not saying I've never done it. I'm not saying I'm better than that. I'm saying, like, I've grown from that to the point where, like, I'm not letting you do that to my child. So if I don't want someone to do it to my child, I'm not doing it to somebody else's child. Yeah. I think that there's these stigmas that go with being a woman and, like, what kind of behavior is acceptable, mm-hmm. you know? And that we're so used to, like, there's certain things that, well, that's just normal. Or for men, too, because men are like, well, that's just how women are. But, like, that's not okay.
2: Hell no. <laughs>
3: That is not okay. Like there is literally men in relationships right now getting beat because like you don't, you're not allowed to put your hands on me,
4: exactly. but there's
3: women who are still feeling like it's okay for you to be snacking somebody in the face and punching them in the face and locking them out the car. Like, bro, like if that's the type of toxic shit you win, you need not be in that situation because yeah. I don't I don't care who it is in my life. I don't want to be around that. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to see it. And if it's ever my child, we got a motherfucking problem.
2: Yeah, because some, you know, and, and like I would tell people like that's basically taking advantage of societal norms. Like I had these conversations with, with women a lot like and I don't debate with women like it. Well, let me not say I don't debate. I don't argue. Like if we have a disagreement, if we have something where we feel differently, then I'll be like, look, here go my ideas. Here go yours. Let's see what we can meet in the middle or convince the other one of the other side of the perspective. But I'm not finna to argue like with that, because, you know, a lot of women have this like oh, you know, there's a patriarchy and all of that, which does completely exist, but like I tell them, y'all have y'all advantages in this system that we in. Right. If you know how to use the advantages, y'all got a lot of them motherfuckers, like
4: yes, you know, it, it's, it's
2: just you gotta know how to fucking play the game, and a lot of women know how to play the game, and just like with anything, when a person finds a glitch in a the system, they take advantage of that shit, and they abuse it, just like women Do who abuse
3: But me, this goes back to my episode that is a weak bitch tendency. It is. Because if you are a strong woman and you solid in who you are, you solid in your relationship, you confident, then why are you picking at somebody's weakness? That's like that's like when the lion go pick off the little uh the little tiny, you know, gazelle. gazelle like you're going to go for the weakest one cuz you know that's the one you could catch. Like that don't make you a bad bitch. That make you a weak bitch. That's in my thing. opinion.
2: Yeah. That's the truth. And you know, like,
3: there's a lot of women walking around like, yo, I'm a bad bitch. Like, bro, you forced this dude to be with you. That don't make you a bad bitch. A bad bitch is a woman that got a man who I don't have to force him to be with me. I don't have to hold leverage. I don't have to convince him. He already knows who I am. I'm confident in who I am. And he wants to be with me. So I think the perception sometimes is just like, yo, you know, like, where'd you get that from? You know, (laughs) where did you get that? But then. I take it one step further and I haven't done this in my show, but I'm going to, I do feel like that's a learned behavior. And sometimes we carry those behaviors from past relationships, a or how we see our own parents and the adults in our lives when we were children behave, you know, it's almost generational. It's like, I see my grandma behave like this with my grandfather and her boyfriend or whatever, and then I see my mother come back and behave the same way. So I'm assuming this is how you have a healthy relationship. Whole time, the whole shit is fucked up. The whole, all y'all, the whole shit been fucked up. Cause that's what what I I was
2: finna say. A lot of them was raised by abusive motherfuckers. Like a lot of dudes who beat women, same thing. Like they saw they, Of a winner, mama get beat, so they felt like that's how you control a woman, like they
0: unhealthy,
3: like that's toxic, bro. And yeah. then there's the same woman going, Well, that's how I know he loves me. What, yeah, <laughs> oh,
2: he's just passionate.
3: <laughs> what like, he'll do that, he'll be all right tomorrow. What, yeah, no, like, sis, you ain't got no team,
2: like, yeah, what? <laughs> I, I was just having a conversation with a woman who found every excuse to why it wasn't that bad, and oh, well, you know, like. She called the police on him and he went to jail. And she was like, well, now that he went to jail, he's going to be a different man. Because now he understands that there's consequences for his actions. And I'm like, dog, you know how many niggas go to jail for DV, get out and beat the hell out the woman who called the police on them for calling the police?
3: Take him out the equation. Why are you, sis, okay with that? Exactly. Take him out the equation. He got to work on himself. Okay, I'll I'll say that. But you, lady... Why are you okay with somebody doing that to you? Why are you okay with saying, well, he's going to change? Why are you not okay with like, damn, I need to save my life. I need to create a better environment for my children. How about I'm enough not to let somebody beat on me? Like she got some work to do too.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. And, and that's, what I be, that's what I tell people all the time. Like I have whole episodes about this shit. Like yeah. you you got to look at what you're doing to create the environment that people think is cool to treat you like that. Like, what yep. is it that you're doing that made that person feel like, well, I whooped her ass this time. I could whoop her ass again. Like you got to delete yourself from the situation. Once a motherfucker give you that vibe, because like I was telling one of my homegirls, like a lot of times, you know, the type, like I, I look at shit, like there's a profile to certain shit. Like I used to know the type of woman who would think she could hit me because I've been in relationships with handsy women like who thought like, nigga, I'll slap you in your face. You you say this or you do this or, you know, you had this type of interaction with another woman. And, I, and I'm like, nigga, I, I'm gonna go ahead and just leave you now before we even get to that point. I'm just gonna go ahead and we gonna cut it right here. Like the women who brag about being crazy because some people think that shit is like a badge of honor like i don't think yeah, you can yeah. handle me that,
3: that that is um that is a weak bitch tendency it is it, that's a weak bitch tendency to me i don't think that that is a badge of honor to walk around first of all i don't hit men but i don't hit men because i don't run that fast and i got asthma yeah. <laughs> and because, truthfully, nah, I don't hit men because, for a number of reasons, but also because, like, usually dudes I fuck with is, like, 190, 220 pounds, like, and I'm 5'1", 135 pounds, I know that I'm going to get my ass beat. I know yeah. that if I hit the wrong person, I'm going to get my ass beat. I know, I know the type of dudes I like to fuck with, and I know why I like to fuck with them, because I know if I'm out in the street, ain't shit going to happen to me. Yeah. But, same energy is the same motherfucker energy. Why I won't hit the nigga?
2: <laughs> yeah, because everybody everybody wasn't raised not to hit women, and not even in that sense. But some motherfuckers was raised that once a person hit you, they're a man now. Because that's how I was raised. My mom is know. like,
3: I got mixed feelings because you know what I do for a living in my real life. Few situations. And see, yeah, and I see kids, I see little girls constantly hitting boys to the point, smacking them in their face, kicking them in the balls. I see it. And and I remember one kid, and I was just like, yo, when a, when a boy hit her, she's crying, and she say, I'm going to call my mom. But in the meantime, she in here smacking these little boys, like, it's okay, and trying to hit them in the nuts and thinking that it's funny. And I don't. I tell my son not to hit girls. But I also feel like, when you hit someone, like, what what am I supposed to say? Like, this girl supposed to chase you every day and smack you in your face, and you're not supposed to do nothing? Like, so we can, it's a double standard. No, no, men should not beat women up. At the same time, women should not be beating men up. Exactly. And so, you know, I think we also got to, like you said, like I just saw somebody coming, we got to understand where it comes from. And then we got to realize that if you're in that I'm not telling anyone that we got to all fix ourselves. But if you're in a relationship and this is where your relationship is going and this is what you're seeing in it, then you need to assess why you're in that relationship, exactly. male or female.
2: Exactly, because I'm all, I'm always like, was it? What is it about you that make you think it's acceptable for you to be treated this way? Like, why do you think it's cool for a motherfucker to put their hands on you? Like, do you view yourself that low that you think that a motherfucker putting their hands on you is something cool, like something to be accepted?
3: But there are women that think that though. There yeah. have been women who said like, I've had a woman say it to me like, that's how I know he cares. That's how I know he loves me because if he didn't love me, he wouldn't get that upset. And I'm just like, okay, but at the same time, like, he gonna? At what point is that too much? Yeah, you know, at what point are are we thinking about your life and your future? And then, what if when you do have children, what are you teaching your daughter? What are you teaching your son?
2: Exactly, because it's like, would you be cool with your daughter coming in the house with a black eye, saying that her boyfriend did that shit? Are you gonna say, oh, he's just passionate? Like I don't, I don't think you, you gonna think that shit is cool. You know? So like a, a lot of shit starts with you. Like I tell my wife all the time, like I got to be the, the best example of a man I could be because this is what I want for, for my daughter. Like I want my daughter to see me treating my wife right. So she knows this is how a man is supposed to treat a woman. Like yeah. you, you supposed to want to be home all the time. You supposed to spoil your woman. Like you supposed to spoil her with time and treat her right. And, Do all of that good shit like just like with my son like, you know, I I feel like my relationship with my wife is their view of what a relationship is supposed to be.
3: And that's what they're going to emulate in their life. But I feel like a lot of people don't think about that. They just do it and they think like they think that the chaos is normal. They think that that's what it's supposed to be because that's all they know. Yeah, You know, and at some point at some, okay, fine. When you 16 and 18 and 20 and 22, and it's like you're immature and your prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. Okay, fine. But you get to a certain age, this goes back to my show week, bitch, Tennessee, you get to a certain age where certain behaviors is not acceptable. Right. You are grown ass woman. You know what I'm saying? You, there is no reason why you should be on the side of the road. Unless somebody did, unless your man did something absolutely like hideous, screaming at each other in a restaurant or carrying on someplace where you're embarrassing yourself. Like there's a certain point where you get to in your life where you just can't carry yourself like that and behave like that um, in certain places at certain times, you know, it's not to say that you don't have emotions. It's just like when you got to, you got to master yourself. So then you could master this relationship or this problem that we have.
2: Yeah. And you know, I tell people like there's a fucking age that you get to where it's no longer cool to say I was raised like this.
3: Well, that becomes an excuse after a while. Exactly. That's it like, is. Like, well, that's just how I am. Well, bro, you need, you need therapy. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly, because it's like my nigga. If, if you bump your head on a rock three fucking times, at as, a as, as certain point, it's you. You the stupid right. motherfucker at, at, at a certain point. So you can't just say, I was raised to bump my head on fucking rocks. Right. It's like my nigga. Like, at some point, you got to realize I'm the reason this toxic environment exists. Let me change some shit.
3: And what um, what are you contributing
2: to it? Yeah. What are
3: you contributing? It just didn't get toxic. What are you contributing to
2: it? Yeah, because when I was younger and single and dating, and women would tell me, oh, you can't handle my attitude. I'm always like, cool, thanks for warning me. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm not not even going to try to handle that shit because if you know it's fucked up and you're going to come into it fucked up, I won't even waste my time. Like, you need to talk to a therapist. You don't need a boyfriend.
3: (laughs) they can't handle my, I can't handle their attitude. I, I really wouldn't be, I would be so turned off. I like. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to. whatever it is you got. I don't want it. Exactly. I, I'm, say that. I'm like, I don't want it. Like you're supposed to come make my life better. If you come with all that, uh, I don't want it. Mm. And if you know that about yourself, that's even worse. Cause that means you, you got a problem and you know, damn well you got a problem and you're not doing anything to fix it. Exactly. I'm just supposed to take that on exactly
2: uh-huh. it's like a fire burning in your living room and you just watching the motherfucker burn like why yeah. wouldn't you just fix yourself why wouldn't you speak to a therapist or talk to your mama or work you can on do yourself? what you want
3: i just don't want no part of that exactly like, like I, I, my cutoff game is terrible i got issues i probably should go to therapy for it my cutoff game is bad and it, it just has to, a lot to do with me being in a place in my life where i'm so centered and in some minor way selfish, that if that's what you're going through, I ain't mad at you, I understand, but I'm not inviting that chaos into my life. I just did a show on this, and I was like, yo, my life is a cool 82 degrees, the temperature here is nice, the breeze is cool, we sitting by the beach. If you come in with your tornado shit, I ain't fucking with you.
2: I don't feel like that's bad at all. Like, I don't feel like being selfish is bad, I don't feel like cutting people off is bad, because it's like, Cutting toxicity ain't bad to me. Like, I don't, like, I believe in loyalty to an extent, but I feel like loyalty, if it's not reciprocated, then it's stupid. You're being taken advantage of at a certain point. Once you feel like, oh, well, I'm dealing with this because I'm loyal. I'm getting my ass whooped because I'm loyal. This nigga is is crashing my car on the way to work because I'm loyal. I'm allowing this nigga to cheat on me because I'm loyal. No, you're dumb.
3: (laughs) And you really need to figure out why you feel that way. That's what I would tell a woman. If she was dealing with all that, I'd be like, why? Where is this coming from that you think that this is okay? Why is this okay with you? And then the, then the, I don't want to start all over. Bro, you're going to end up dead staying here or miserable. What about my kids? This is what your kids going to grow up seeing. Is this what you want for them? Cause they're going to emulate the relationships that they see. So really having those tough questions and asking people back, like putting the ball back in the cart and taking some responsibility for yourself. Cause really you're just pushing it off on somebody else, right? I'm waiting for them to change. I'm waiting for them to figure, you just pushing it off on them and it is their problem, but it's also your problem too. What you going to do about it? Yeah. Are you just going to sit here and make excuses about it? Or you going to do something to change your life. Oh, well, people change. They do change. And I'm not saying they don't. How long you going to sit around and wait for somebody to change, though?
2: And a lot of At people
3: do how many, how many teeth you going to lose? How many times your nose got to get broke? How many times your car got to get crashed? How many times you got to get cheated on? Like, for you to be like, okay, this might not be it.
2: And a lot of people don't change until they experience discomfort. Like, right. if, if I could whoop your ass with no consequence, I'm not going to change that behavior. Like, a That's lot of people, you know, they change, but... You know, like I, I I was telling somebody who I was in a relationship with, like if, if I'm fucking up, please let me know I'm fucking up and stop me from fucking up because I'm not just gonna immediately one day be like, you know what, I should stop doing this.
3: <laughs> not if I don't know that it 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 hurts you or harms you or whatever. If I don't know, I don't know.
2: Yeah, but- exactly. Like sometimes you're you're allowing fucked up behavior. And you don't even know it like you're rewarding bad behavior when you don't punish bad behavior
3: like, or say anything.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like if your child is doing something that you don't like, you'll tell your child, but you won't tell your boyfriend that he doing something you don't like just because he fucking. you. I, mean,
3: I think a lot of people risk that relationship. They They're not confident in the relationship so maybe they don't say anything because they're like well I don't want him to be mad or I don't want him to leave or I don't want you know and they're more looking at it like that versus let me open up the communication so we can understand each other better sometimes there's a lot of grown people who are still immature and in immature relationships because it's very surface like I don't want to say things I don't want to do this I don't want to do that and so they don't communicate effectively
2: yeah but I always you know my, my main advice as far as relationships is always be who you are, no matter what, always make your intentions clear and your expectations clear. So everybody know it's all on the table. I'm, I'm not going for you fucking hitting me. I'm not with the handsy shit. I'm not with you being a friendly motherfucker to the opposite sex. Like whatever your thing is, let your mate know your thing and allow them to make the decision on whether or not they want to accept that. Because, like, with me, when when I was going into relationships, like, I would always have a very long conversation about what are your intentions and what are your expectations? Like, what do you expect of me? What do you want from me? What what are you bringing to the fucking table? Because I don't think a
3: lot of men do that. I think they kind of fall into some shit and then they stuck. And I also think that I do know a lot of men, too, who have put it out all on the table. And I know a lot of women who have said they heard it But somehow along the lines, want to change what they heard or interpret it as something else. Or he said he didn't want a relationship, but he at my house every day. Bro, he still said he didn't want a relationship. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so at some point, sometimes people kind of take it for what they want because they want the relationship so bad that they're like, nah, I'm going to make this into what I want. Like, bro, that's not what he said.
2: Yeah, because...
3: you know, I'm gonna, I want a relationship, so I'm just gonna keep hanging out. And like, you know, and so sometimes we gotta really, you gotta listen sometimes more than we speak because sometimes we're not listening to what our partner actually saying. We're just interpreting what we wanna hear.
2: Yeah, like, I I, I was telling the homie, like, nigga, the, the thing is, the, the reason men and women have a communication breakdown is because men read the lines and women read between the lines. Like, us, it's always, this is what I said. I heard what you said. Women is always like, yeah, I said that, but what I meant was some whole other shit. The way I said it, you should have knew that it was this. <laughs> I had this fucking look on my face, so you should have knew that I was saying what I didn't want. Like, if you say, oh, what do you want for your birthday? She like, oh, nothing. But in reality, she want wants nothing. something.
3: You in big trouble.
2: But that's what I'm saying. You wanted something, but you was just, you know, you was kind of implying that you did want something. But with us, it's like, okay, said she didn't want nothing. I ain't going to get her shit. And then when your birthday coming, you don't get shit. And you like, but still, you should have got me something. Like, you shouldn't have said you didn't want shit.
3: Yeah. Because- I can't even argue for the ladies on that one because <laughs> I see it all the time happen, and, yeah. I feel like men are very like black and white. Yeah. Are you hungry? English. Yes. Are you thirsty? No. You want to pack the suitcase? How many underwear? How many socks? How many, how many outfits I need? I'm good to go. Women. And I say this all the time. Men are, women are emotional creatures. Men are more like realistic and clean cut and dry. And I think the problem between men and women with communication is that from the women perspective and, and I'm an advocate for all my dudes because they love me. I feel like women don't listen to men because if you listen to men, they're really not that hard to please. They really just want to eat and fuck and be left alone. Sometimes, like they really don't need too much. They're like big puppies, you know. They don't really need too much. They're gonna tell you what they want when they want it. You know my what I mean? They're gonna tell Atlas. you. Pay attention. I think the thing with women why they why there's a miscommunication is because we always trying to see some something more. You yeah. know what I mean? It's always like. Well, he was with me last night, and he said he didn't want a relationship. But he comes to my house every day, and he called me every morning. Like just because someone does all those things doesn't mean that they want a full relationship with you. It means they enjoy your company, and like hanging out with you. But I don't want to be committed to this. And so I think women is always trying to look for something else. Like, bro, is there's nothing else? It's just it is what it is. I put it on the table: you with it or you not with it. And I think that's. The problem that women have, we we just looking for more sometimes. And sometimes there is no more. It's not not always a big, overdrawn emotional thing. It just is what it is. Water's wet. Shit stinks. I'm good. You good. We chilling. And that's that. If you need something else, let me know.
2: Yeah. And that be the thing. It's always like with us, it's just this is what it is. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Like with us, it's like seven colors on a color palette like it's blue it's red it's orange it's brown it's green y'all it's like this is chartreuse this is magenta this is periwinkle this is fucking sage yeah like this is violet this is purple this is fucking like damn what the fuck like with us it's always just very basic and simple but with women it always got to be some extra extra shit like well, you said this, but the way that the look on your face, I decided that's not what you meant. And it's like, no, I I, I said what I meant. No. I know exactly <laughs> what I was saying when I said that shit. Why would you read my face and not what, what my words were? It's true. Like, it is it, 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 very simple with us. Like, I, I tell women, like, it, it's literally like dealing with a child. Like I, I like chicken strips and shit. Like I like chicken nuggets and hamburgers and like I'm the, the same shit. Kids like I like that shit too. Like I, I, I'm, I'm simple. But it's all they try to make it intricate because a lot of women look at men through the scope of women. Like we don't have the same emotions. We don't have the same motivations that y'all have. Like. It's shit that we feel That y'all don't feel Like women look at us Cheating as some emotional shit And a lot of times it's not But y'all looking at it As something that's very emotional When it happens I tell
3: women that all the time And they don't understand that Um, But I'm aware of that And I just think women Can't wrap their head around it So for a man A man can have sex with another woman That he just met today And he could have sex with her And it's literally just a physical thing Women don't understand that because for us, sex is not just a physical thing. Sex Mm -hmm. is an emotional thing. Even if we don't love you, we got to like, like you. You know what I mean? We got to, we got to feel something. They got to be butterflies in our poom poom. Some got to be going on in our belly. Something, something. We feel something. Guys are not like that. They could see some ass and be like, oh, she's sexy. She throwing it over here. She throwing it. I'm catching. And so for us, that's why that whole cheating thing is such a big thing because, for women, we're looking at it from the emotional part, like why if you love me and I love you, like I don't understand how his dick still works.
4: <laughs> yeah. For
3: for men, it's just like, yo, like she threw some ass at me. I was like, I was gonna pass it off, you know what I'm saying? And, she and that's was there, but like you no, wasn't. I, I still love you. Like, you know what I mean? It's not that I didn't mean to not love you. I was just, you know what I'm saying? I like I like steak, but there was some chicken here. I'm gonna eat the chicken tonight. But it's like I was gonna be right back, and that's how. Fellas think about sex. It's just like, yo, it wasn't an emotional thing for me. It takes a lot more for them to be emotional. Whereas women are like, I just can't wrap my head around that because for us, nine times out of ten, most women, it's an emotional thing. They Mm. like you a lot. They're feeling you, something's going on, but they're feeling it versus a dude. He don't he don't gotta and he could walk away and he could never see that chick again, don't know her name and really wouldn't fucking care. Woman, you put her in that situation. If you didn't call by tomorrow night, you you know your car's gonna get keys. Somebody fighting. We showing up at your job. Like you know, shit is going down because women are just not in a split. Like we we just not built like that. That's the part of us that is an emotional creature,
2: and that's why I mean.
3: we are. But I will say this: when I go back to weak bitch tendencies, if you are not a woman that can handle those types of situations. Then you need not put yourself in those types of situations Not every woman can, There are women that can handle that And act just like a dude and it's not an issue But for the rest, the other 90% of us If that's not how you maneuver And that's not how you work Then you need not put yourself in that situation But you have to understand the differences between men and women Because we're not the same
2: Yeah, and that's why men be so hurt when women cheat Because we do understand We know when you. Yeah, you, you like know that, that if
3: she was that dude, she was feeling him and you about almost gone.
2: Exactly, like nigga, I'm I'm on my last legs and this motherfucker like this shit basically over at this point because There
3: also is a double standard though. Because a a guy cheats on a woman and 9 times out of 10 that woman will stay. Cuz it's just
4: it?
3: That's what guys do. Da, 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 you'll stay. A woman cheat on a man? Bro, you ain't coming. Sis, you ain't coming back from that, yo.
2: But it's you. I
3: can tell you right. And I know there's women watching right now like, Karen, that's not fair. I didn't make the rules. I'm just telling you what it is. Your man, even if he stay with you, will never look at you the same. Never.
2: But it's because, like, when you think about it, like you said, with women, it ain't just physical. It wasn't like, oh, he had them gray sweatpants on and I just had to test that out. No, it was like, (laughs) I like the way he looked at me. I like the way he spoke to me. Oh, you weren't doing something. Because they love to put it on us. Like, oh, you didn't hug me at night. Or I wasn't feeling love. You didn't make me feel sexy. He made me feel sexy. So with us, it's always like we look at ourselves as inferior when we get cheated on. Like how women internalize it, we do as well. Like it must be something that she don't see in me that made her feel like, she had to go over there and get some dick as opposed to getting it over here at home.
3: Yeah. But my question to you is how come y'all are not as forgiving?
2: Because we know that it's not just physical. Like with y'all, y'all know like we, y'all would be like call that bitch and tell her, fuck you. You got a woman. We'd be like, bitch, fuck you. I got a woman (laughs) click with y'all. It's like, we know you, you had to like that nigga in some capacity. You either really liked him or you was really over us. It's either or or both. And that's the yeah. reason we can't take y'all back because we know there was a big fucking breakdown in order for you to go over there and do that shit.
3: But for women, it's a breakdown, too, to be cheated on. I mean, they feel we internalize that, too. Like, what What does she have that I don't have? And I, you know, I did, you know all of this stuff for him and that, it's like, like we can it too. How come we take you back?
2: Because we fuck down and y'all could look at that and realize it couldn't have been shit. I look better than that girl. I'm doing way better than that girl. Oh, you did fuck her just cause you was drunk or some stupid shit. Like it's easily justified a lot of times. Cause we do <laughs> cheat with a bitch way justified. under you. We fuck right down. Y'all don't y'all fuck with a nigga that we look up to. Y'all fuck with a nigga that's taller. He look better than us. He funnier than us. He got a bigger dick than we got. It's like, damn. Really?
3: You think that hard?
2: <laughs> like, with y'all, y'all, y'all see, this nigga cheated with this bitch. I can't believe he cheated with this bitch. Like, y'all be more disappointed than anything when we cheat, because yeah, you like.
3: because when you, like, you fuck down and you just got me like, like, come on now. Because now that chick gets to look at me and be like, I fucked you, man. Like, that bitch should not even have She should not get to say that.
2: But it's like, it's literally, when when you fuck a a, a woman's man, it's like I borrowed your car. Like at the end of the day, it's still my car. You drove it, whoop-de-doo, but it's still my car at the end of the day. Like he's paying my bills. He's paying my rent. He's taking me out. He's showing me off. All you got was some dick.
3: Whoop-de-doo. We should look at it that way. I never thought about
2: it like that, but okay. You're right. Like that's what it is. I mean, not to
3: make this okay, I'm just saying I never looked at it like that. Yeah, but that's what it is. But like, still, in a woman's mind, that's still like, damn, like, this bitch fucked my man. Like, she should not even be in a situation where she gets to fuck my man.
2: Then, yeah, she rode your motorcycle, but it's still your motorcycle at the end of the day. But with us, it's like, nigga, for, for you to have went over there and did that, there was something. Something went wrong between right. us that made you do that. You either liked yeah. him more than you liked me in that moment. I, I made you feel a way that you don't like to feel. So you decided that he made you feel better than I made you feel in that moment. Like, that's the reason with us. It's like, nah, I, I, I can't accept that. Because with y'all, y'all, a lot of times it comes to a point where y'all realize that bitch really wasn't shit. Like, but with us, it's like, nah, that nigga was something. It was something about that nigga. And I, I don't want to compete with that so that's why a lot of times it's hard for us to take y'all back like there's dudes who take women back after cheating and them some strong motherfuckers because like i don't know like that it, it, it's a scary th- i don't even like the thought of this shit honestly i'm just like Ugh, I, don't,
3: I don't i feel like the guys that even do take women back i feel like they never you can't it's not something they could just get past the same one time the same reason women could. Can't get past it because women take men back And they still can't get past it I feel it's the same with men Like They might not say nothing but I feel like internally They can't get past
2: it Yeah because honestly I really feel like We feel the same emotion But women are a lot stronger than men Like y'all can take That same hurt Internalization Of what the fuck happened And you know the the feeling of uh, Like inferiority Like what's wrong with me and over time, y'all to eat that. Like, you know what? Fuck that. Like, I don't no, know.
3: we just usually boss up after that. But
2: again, yeah. we, we don't go back
3: to school, buy a house, get a new car, get a haircut. We good. We
2: don't. We don't. Like y'all, y'all got that breakup glow where y'all start doing way fucking better. Us, we break up and we get right back on the same bullshit. Like, we don't do that. We don't be glowing up. Like, we just like. I'm I'm fucked up. Some niggas uh, a a divorce fuck their whole life up. Like a a bad breakup fuck everything up for a nigga. Like we ain't strong like that. We not built like that. Like and that's why it's it's hard for us when we see y'all go fucking with another nigga. You know, like especially when it's like you know. And then I I think it might be bigger in the black community than like in other races. Like especially if you suck the nigga dick. <laughs>
3: so tell me about that what how much leverage does that have i'm just asking for myself
2: because to us that shit is special like you put okay. your mouth on this nigga man like you know oh, cause, see,
3: your man would be like never kiss me again
2: but that's what i'm saying because and like like just how I mean,
3: we I feel that same way if you cheated on me with some women and you had your face in her pussy i'd be like oh no oh no
2: oh yeah. no but a lot of times, I don't think y'all ask them specific-ass questions like we do. I,
3: I wouldn't want to know. Yeah, I but would, that's what I'm saying. A nigga will ask. More, more hurt. I would just be like, I, I don't need to know anymore. Like, I don't need to know details like that. But men need to know details exactly.
2: like Exactly. Niggas ask, where did you meet him? How did you meet him? Did you suck his dick? Did he fuck you from the back? Did you do that little thing that you be doing? Like, niggas, like me personally, I don't want to know. Like me, young Dolomite, I'm always just like
3: the little thing she really liked him
2: but that's what i'm saying though like but but with us our imagination is you did all that shit like our imagination runs wild when we think of y'all cheating on us because we like nigga y'all niggas probably played my mixtape and laughed at my music (laughs) like y'all probably was was talking shit about me because a lot of times women be cheating on men Out of spite, I'm not saying that's always what happens, but that does happen. And it's like, nigga, you talking to this nigga about how I ain't shit. Oh, he doesn't treat me like this. He doesn't make me feel like this. He doesn't compliment me like that. He doesn't say this. Like with us, when we go and fuck with another bitch, it's just like, bitch, bend over. We got 30 minutes because I got to hurry up. I got to take a shower and I got to be home to my motherfucking girl. So we need to hurry the fuck up and do this shit, bitch. It it is what it is. Wham, bam. Thanks. I'll see you next time I'm in town and I'm out. Like with women, it's like an emotional thing. Like, oh, I can't wait to see Jerome. Like y'all are fucking playing a whole girl's trip around (laughs) going to fucking cheat with a nigga. Like y'all got a plan. Like, yeah, you know, I'm going to tell my husband that we gonna go here and then we gonna go to the airport and he gonna pick me up from the airport and I already took some pictures somewhere that look like we on vacation so I could send them to this nigga and act like I'm gone. And like y'all be plotting y'all homegirls is in on it. Oh,
3: that's a lot of calculation. Your mama be
2: in on it. Like everybody be in on the cheat men. We just like, uh, I I, I was at James house. (laughs) Like it, it, James ain't, not even home. Exactly, like it don't even be planned out. Like we don't even know what the fuck James doing. James knocking on our door while we saying we at James' house. Like damn, I got caught. Fuck, damn James, why you come to the house, nigga? Like with us, it ain't planned out. It's not no fucking big thing. Like it's just like, man, we just doing that shit. Right. But the reason it hurt us so much is because like you planned this shit, you plotted this shit. Like it, it took a lot for you to do this. With us, will literally just mm, oopsie it just,
3: it just happened
2: <laughs> yeah like she looked good ass was fat you was on your period like oopsie my bad <laughs> with y'all it's a whole different thing like yeah. uh, you know cuz like I, I talked about this with my co-host on my uh on my other podcast and she she loved to blame the nigga for cheating when women cheat is cuz men ain't doing this and y'all not doing that and y'all not doing this and it's like well damn How do you think that makes us feel for getting cheated on then if it's our fault and what makes you think that we want to come back to you? If obviously we can't satisfy you.
3: That's, that's a good point. I mean, I feel like if it's just getting to the point where it's two people cheating back and forth at each other, why are you still there?
2: Yeah. That's just toxic.
3: You know, it's one thing like, okay, things happen. People, you know, make mistakes or whatever the case, but if it's just, I'm a cheat cause you cheated and then I'm a cheat cause you cheated. And then y'all got two different relationships going on there. Why y'all still in a relationship?
2: Yeah. Y'all might as well just part ways, just be single. Like nigga. So what y'all just splitting the ring at this point. Like y'all roommates now.
3: Yeah. Like what's the point of doing that? What's the point? Like the only person you get to choose in your life is the partner that you're with. So yeah. if, if it, if it gets to the point where that's what you're doing and it's just back and forth with the nonsense, then why are you doing that? Because at some point, you're going to have to stop. And then when you're going to be stuck with each other?
2: Yeah, pretty much. You're going to end up or with a baby. you get
3: past all the stuff that happened, so now y'all just both miserable? Like, that don't make no sense either.
2: A baby in resentment. And yeah, that happens doesn't. a lot. And that's sad. But that's why I always believe in, you know, my expectations and my, uh, you know, my intentions every time. And I, that's the... Yeah. My my best advice that I give in relationships is, nigga, that's, that's what y'all need to talk about at the at the table on your first date you know when once y'all decide that y'all gonna take each other serious like nigga let let her know this is this is what i require this is what i have to offer agreed take it or leave it like not you know because a lot of people it's the dick it's the pussy it's the way he makes me feel yeah like I, i get the whole vibe shit you know oh it's a vibe it's a feeling. Oh, if, if you don't have a certain vibe, we can't be in a relationship. Cause you know, now like, that's the thing, like vibes and energies and all that. I mean, I like vibes
3: and I like energies, but like when you start getting serious with somebody, it's more than vibes and energy. It's like, do you, what, what is your hygiene? Do you manage your money? Are you respectful? You know what I mean? Like just what, you know, what is your family? Like, how were you raised? What are your morals? What do you believe? Like once you start getting into a serious relationship, them vibes ain't enough those vibes are enough to attract us to each other but it's not gonna be enough to withstand all the other things that you're gonna have to deal with if this is someone you choose as a partner in life
2: exactly because like in my toxic days like i'm the master of vibes i'm the vibe fucking king like everybody who ever fucked with me felt the vibe like oh anthony you just make me feel a certain way and i'm like mm, yeah sure bitch i'm fucking leave you. <laughs> you you sorry Sorry you felt that way because you going to be in love and I'm going to be in your home, girl, tomorrow. Yeah. Like, nigga, I, I got these vibes for everybody. Like, and that's it's, the thing. It's a
3: Scorpio in us. That's what that is. We
2: just cool motherfuckers. We a water sign. The,
3: the whole thing is just a vibe.
2: Yeah, like, nigga, kicking it with us is just like, you you going to get that feeling fucking with us. Like, that's you what we do.
3: But don't fall in love because I ain't going to help you out.
2: <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be flowing down the motherfucking river i'm i'm over here with it now you are calling my phone and i'm like who the fuck is this i'd have been deleted your number off my phone but it's like you know you can't just go off vibes and how a motherfucker make you feel i understand the importance of that shit but you know to me the most important thing is expectations and intentions like nigga where where are we going with this shit because like i said a lot of times i make my intentions very clear very early look man i'm just looking for somebody to fuck on for the next week or two and depending on how good this shit is it might might get it might go further but that's it no just because we went to uh i pick theater don't mean we in a relationship just because i took you somewhere nice don't mean we in a fucking relationship just because i accidentally spent the night because i fell asleep don't mean we in a fucking relationship. But
3: that's the thing. A lot of times people hear the intentions, but they not they they not listening. You know, you heard me, but you didn't listen, and so now they're turning all of those things into whatever it is that they want for themselves. Yeah, you know, that's the part where it's like, okay, well, I don't understand what happened. What happened is you just kind of took what you wanted. You only heard what you wanted to hear. Yeah, and, and now your feelings gonna get hurt.
4: Yeah,
3: that's, that's just it. I sad. think for me. So for me, because this is what, what we were talking about, I think for me, it goes back to, so I'm very good with my my communication and my intentions and my expectations, but I've had men tell me that they're intimidated by me. And I told you this earlier, I was like, but I'm like five one on a good day about 135 pounds. I don't feel like I'm an intimidating woman in the sense of like my size or my stature or whatever. And I just don't understand, I'm like, why? are you intimidated by me? You know, why would that be something that's intimidating? Yes, I do communicate and I will tell someone flat out like, I don't know if I want a relationship right now, but I don't think that's something intimidating. I think that that's just me being honest with who I am and where I am in my life and that might be something that I just feel like I'm not like every woman in the sense that like I have to be in a relationship. Like I'm good, like you could come over, we could chill, we have a drink, we'll fuck, and then you could leave and I'm good. Like I'm not insecure in any way about that that's
2: what what it is because like with dudes like we look at you know societal norms like you supposed to be the one chasing behind me like you supposed to be the one that catches the feelings so if we have a, a sexual encounter and i enjoy it more than you enjoyed it Now I'm the one with the feelings And I'm the one calling you And you like nigga I told you I just wanted to fuck one time Why are you calling my phone Why are you hitting me up my nigga Like the thought of that Intimidates niggas Like we don't want to be The one calling you And you looking at the phone Letting it ring out We don't want to get left on red Like we don't want a woman To do us how we do women
3: I'm not necessarily doing men How they do women I'm just very like content and I, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't understand. I don't know if it's that or it's just like, you know, sometimes successful women are, I don't consider myself successful. I feel like I'm okay, but I don't consider my success where I want to be. But I feel like sometimes people see the successes of certain women and they're intimidated by those certain women. And so they feel like, well, you know, I don't know if I could talk to her or I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know what people take from that. I really don't.
2: Back to societal norms, like a a lot of men want to be the provider and they feel like if they in a a, a dynamic where they money ain't a form of leverage, that can be intimidating for a dude. Because a lot of times like we look at leverage in, in a lot of relationship situations like, okay, what do I have that I can hold her with? And a lot of women do it as well. Like, what is it that I have that's going to keep this motherfucker? Like, so whether it be my pussy, my looks, my career, or this, okay, I know that if I'm fucking with him, these are the things that's going to hold him. With us, we feel the same way. So it's like, okay, I'm fucking with her. She know I got money. She know I got a big dick. She know I got A, B, C, D. So this is what I have. So if this interaction goes fucked up, I can... Remember, I got the money. Remember, I got this.
3: But so let me just tell you something. This is like a whole therapy session. That shit ain't never gonna happen to me because I'm not in a situation where I'm not in a situation where I need money. I, I'm, and I don't sell pussy. So, and I, I never will be in a situation where I sell pussy because that's a choice I'm making. So you can't hold money over my head. And I don't date guys with money not because I can't, just because I don't want it used as leverage. Like when people do offer me things and I've been offered lots of nice things like come on, I'll fly you out. Nah, bro, cause I'm not taking money from you just so that you can fuck me. Like I'm not doing that.
4: But if I don't like you, I
3: don't like you. That's um, so I'm not going to be in that situation. I've been in a relationship where I've made more money and I think it was intimidating for him, but like, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing and I'm not going to stop my hustle. You either level up or move out the way. I mean, later on he ended up having to move out the way, but like, I'm not going to have to, like, I'm not trying to de emasculate whatever the word is you as a man, but at the same time, I'm not going to not make my paper and take care of my responsibilities. With that said, I have nice things. I don't brag about it, but I have nice things. I drive a nice car. Like that's mine. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then that's on you. But I'm not, I'm going to walk into the dealership and I'm going to buy what I want because I earned it. And so I feel like sometimes men are not used to that because they're used to like, oh, can you buy me this? Can you give me that? Can you take me? Can you take? Like, I'm not in that situation. Like, I'm, I'm just not. Maybe my parents may raise me to be like too confident or something like that, but I'm just not in that situation. So when, you know, what can you hold me with? And I've been divorced. On when I got divorced, I walked out. So I left the house. The only thing I did take my car, but I left my house. I left my clothes in the closet. I left my it was like some Nas and Kaleesh shit. I left the wedding dress in there. I was like, because he was holding that's exactly what you said. He was holding it over my head. Like, yo, I'm not gonna leave this house. Cause then she'll stay. I'll let like, fuck it take it. Yeah, I'll buy another one. Yeah, like I, you can't have cool. the car, fuck it, take it. I'll buy another one. So I now haven't gone through that situation. I'm at a place in my life where there's not really anything tangible, except these kids I gave birth to and two of them are grown, um, that you can hold over my head to force me to be in any situation with everyone. And so maybe people are intimidated by that when you're just at a place spiritually in your life where like, like, oh, I got a big dick. Okay, and I got a couple vibrators in the house. What's your point?
2: That's <laughs> And that's what's intimidating. Like, I, I don't have no leverage over her. Like, a lot of men go into relationship dynamics looking for their leverage. Okay, what...
3: crazy. I didn't know that, but that's crazy.
2: Yeah, that's how a lot of people approach it. Like, what do I have that I can hold this person with? Like, if I have nothing I can hold this person with, this person has all the power, and that's intimidating.
3: But I also feel like it goes back to, for me, a weak bitch tendency. Why do you need leverage to hold someone? I don't want to be someone... That has to hold someone hostage.
2: But shit, like me, I say it all the time. Like, them them weak-ass niggas, punk-ass niggas. If you listen to this show a lot, bitch-ass niggas. Like me, I'm not... <laughs> with intimidating-
3: tendencies. Like, I don't want to be... I don't want to put somebody in a cage and force them to be with me and be like, oh, the minute they don't want to be with me anymore, I got to go in a drawer and pull out some leverage. I got to pull out the car. I got to pull out the money. I got to pull out the kid. Anybody's life, I really think that the... Best way to be a bad bitch, and I don't consider myself a bad bitch, is that somebody wants to be with you because they just like there is nothing that you could hold over me. I'm actually here 110. I stopped what I was doing, and I'm here, and I'm in this moment, this time, this relationship, whatever it is in this space, because I want to be here. I think that's the dopest shit ever. Like, like you, I'm not forcing you to be here. I don't have to beg you to be here. You you want to be here, yeah. and that's it.
2: I am the leverage. That's what I always tell people. Like, nigga, okay, he's rich. He's not me, though. Okay, he's famous. He's not me, though. His dick is big. He's not me, though. Like, I am the leverage. I don't need money. Like, I I had women when I was broke. I had women when my teeth was fucked up. Like, I've never had no problem getting women, so it was never a thing where I go into a relationship and I'm like, oh, but she has so much money, though. Oh, but she's so pretty, though. Oh, but she and has there's this a thing. lot of
3: men that are intimidated by a lot of those things. They're intimidated, they'll say they want to be with her, but they're intimidated by how pretty she is. Not because she's pretty, but because other men want her. Exactly. They're intimidated because she makes money and now she's making more you know that that masculine part that's like I should be the breadwinner becomes into battle because some men are not okay with dealing with a woman that makes more money than them, right? Because in their mind the masculine part of me is like, I'm supposed to be the provider. I'm supposed to take care. And now here she is throwing her money around. Some men are intimidated by that. It makes them feel inferior. So there's a number of men out there. And like you said, bitch ass niggas Um, that, and some of them are probably not even bitch ass niggas. They just haven't dealt with the shit they need to deal with. Like you got to clean up your, your you got to clean up all that shit on your own or use this show to kind of reflect on yourself and be like, "Damn, I, that's how I feel. I got to figure that shit out." Because you, you're, you're now in a relationship with someone, and you're wondering why you feel that way. And it's like you're intimidated by who they are for multiple reasons that got nothing to do with them. It got to do with you and how you feel about yourself.
2: Exactly, because I tell motherfuckers all the time, like, nigga, if if you if you left me for any reason, you wasn't for me, and I could accept that. Like, if you left me because you felt like you had so many other options, then that's cool. I'll find somebody else. Like, just like you can find another person, so can I. So, like, I don't want to hold nothing over your head. Like, I don't, I don't want to have to keep you here with money or keep you here with shit. If you want to leave, you can do it. Because, shit, just like I'm replaceable, so are you. So, we just going to enjoy the time that we have with each other. And we're going to move the fuck on if we have to. And if not, then we're going to stay the fuck together. But it is what it is. Like, shit, I'm, my 12th wedding anniversary was yesterday.
3: Congratulations.
2: Thank you very much. Air horns and good shit. But, yeah, like, I've been married 12 years. And it's like, you know, I, I know that she don't need me and I don't need her. Like, we need each other because we are in love with each other. Like, she is what makes me happy. Like, we make each other happy. That's that's our leverage to each so, other. But yeah. it's like, she not with me because without me, she wouldn't have everything that we got now, she could have that shit without me. Right. Like, but what keeps us together is that we in love with each other.
3: And that you both want to be there together and work at it and make it work. and And that's the essence of it. And I think that's what a lot of people get lost at.
2: Yeah, because I tell motherfuckers, if if you could point to why you in love with a person, you might not really be in love with them. Like, if it's like, oh, I love her smile. Okay, well, what if her teeth get busted out? Oh, you know, I love his sense of humor. Okay, like what if he lose a parent and he's no longer that funny guy? Like, you know, a lot of times you just love a person because they are who they are. And that's my leverage in anything. I'm me. Like, if I'm cracking jokes, I'm me. If I'm being real serious and giving y'all niggas real knowledge and no jokes, I'm still me. Like, I'm all me. That's what it is. It ain't the humor. It ain't the money. It ain't my sense of style. It's who I am on the inside. You know, yeah. so like, you should never be intimidated by a motherfucker because at the end of the day, you should be looking at what you bring to the table. Like, you are discounting your own value. When you feel like somebody else's value is above what you bring. Like, Oh, her beauty is above what I'm bringing. Like, nigga, if you intimidated by a woman, that's your problem. That ain't on her.
3: Right. Like you that's competition though. You shouldn't be intimidated with your own woman though. She's yours. Exactly. So that's a whole nother thing. Like if that's your woman and you confident that that's your woman and you doing right by her, you should not feel intimidated at all and it should be actually the opposite you should be showing her off
2: yeah but you know bitch ass niggas bitch and, ass niggas and weak bitch tendencies it's the same weak shit. bitch
3: tendencies that's what it is shit. and it's okay i don't get mad at people for being a weak bitch because i feel like at some point we've all been a weak bitch yeah. i say it all the time we all been a weak bitch before because yeah, we just know don't know better, no better.
2: yeah you
3: didn't know no better. The point is that, that you 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 grow from that and you learn from that so that you don't have to be in that space anymore. That's one and that you get to share with somebody else so they don't need to be a weak bitch.
2: Exactly. And that's you know? the thing. That's a big reason I wanted to have you on. <laughs> Cause we be meeting. We be right fucking here.
3: Yeah, we we just want to live life and be good. We don't we don't and and help somebody else out in the process
2: of doing that. Yeah. I'm like, this, this is just like the, the female version of too much game. <laughs> Every time I'll be listening to that no shit. When like, come back.
3: Whenever you, whenever you want me back, you let me know. We'll do this again.
2: Yeah. Cause I'm like, man, I got to come on your show. We're going to, yes, we're yes. we going to figure out how to get your, uh your roadcaster to hook the stream yard. Yeah. Yes. And
3: then you come on and, and we just going to kick it on, on safe loud.
2: Yeah. You, you get to be on the left side. <laughs> But, Which will be
3: fun, it'll be fun I got all the questions for you
2: Yeah, for real Cause I'm like, shit, you know Like, we we got a different structure to our show So, you know, that's gonna be the good shit Cause my shit don't really be funny all the time Like, for the most part I just be talking, you know, some game and shit Cause
3: at, at, I mean, I don't, I'm I just funny I don't even be planning it I don't even be planning to be funny Like, I just be going and it just be jokes But some of the things that I say are not really jokes it's Yeah, it real ain't meant life. to be it's funny just, I just say it in a way that I be like bitch you know and people just they just they just like it I guess and it's fun and it's entertaining but it be real shit it be real shit I'm talking about it's just in a way where you don't gotta feel bad about
2: it cause the (laughs) first the first episode I heard was the dick dash episode
3: oh yeah. Well, we're about to go back into lockdown. We're going to have to schedule a dig dash again, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you're going gonna to have to re-up, re-up that one.
3: Everybody loved that episode, but that was, like, based on a true story. Somebody called me that night and was like, yo, I need to get somebody. We can't really move. I was like, yo, you got to schedule a dig dash. She was like, what's that? I was like, it's like DoorDash, but it's a dig dash.
4: Yeah. you' <laughs> come
3: through real quick. You know what I mean? We and It is what it is, but that's how we do.
2: Yeah. I love that episode.
3: Yeah. Dick Dash was fun. Weak Rich was good. Um, that,
2: what was it like two or three weeks ago when you was talking about what do you bring to the table?
3: Oh yeah. What do you bring to the table? So my show, I get, I have a lot of male listeners and I, I told you, I grew I have mad male cousins. I have a son. I I have a lot of men in my life that I love and I I feel like my show has kind of gravitated. Like I speak to women and there's a lot of women that listen, but I speak to the men too. And um, I was inspired because I feel like sometimes we're always talking about for women. We're always like asking dudes, what do you bring to the table? And I've actually sat down with certain women in my own life and they've been like, I need a guy that drives a Porsche. He got to make six figures. He got to have this kind of job. And in my mind, I was like, yo, Says you don't have any of these things.
2: Yeah. Kind <laughs> you of don't car have, you drive.
3: I mean, you don't have a car. You don't have a high school diploma. You got two kids already. <laughs> like, you don't have any of these things that you're asking for. Why would a man that has these things want to be with you? Not to say that that's all he wants, but, like, you know, we tend to date at where we shop, right? We used to, you, you don't go to certain dealerships if you're not buying that kind of car, right? And so it made me wonder... As women, like, what are you actually bringing to the table? Mm Because you're asking for what this person's bringing to the table and you're putting out this laundry list of things that you want. But do you have any of the things that you're asking from somebody else? Because it's almost unfair. Like, I I know when I ask for things, well, I'm on a different level because I'm on some spiritual shit. So I feel like I don't have to get married again and I don't need your money. So I'm actually just looking for good people in my life, like good I will settle down and I just meet somebody that's just like, yo, I fucking dig you and I love you and you're funny and it's stupid and you're retarded, but you're cute, and I'll be good with that. Um, but there's a lot of women that have this laundry list of things and mostly tangible, and but they don't bring those same things to the table. And I just feel like I don't know. I might tell my dude friends, stop fucking with you. Like, if yeah. I, I'm the girl that's always hanging out with the guys, and when they say, Kate, what you think, I might be like, yo, shorty, just after your money. Or she trying to level up based on you. Or how she gonna ask for this kind of car and sis don't even got a, you know, a bus pass or whatever you need. Like, Metro I feel like car. sometimes you gotta, yeah, sometimes women gotta also understand, like, you asking for things that you have never experienced in your life. Like, he got to be well-traveled. Like you don't even got a passport. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, sometimes the list don't make sense and you're not bringing those things to the table. And why would a man who has all of those things want to be with a woman like you? And so that's what the episode was really about. It's not discrediting the women. It's just like, is your list practical? And of those things that you want from somebody else, are you capable of bringing them to the table yourself?
2: Yeah, if you want to amazing motherfucker, you yourself have to be amazing. And it is what it is. That's all
3: I'm saying. That's all I was saying. Like, are, is what you're asking for reasonable for the person from the person who's asking? Yeah, you know what I'm like a homeless person asking for you to bring a filet mignon, you're not gonna get that. You are gonna get this four for four from Wendy's, and that's gonna be that. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? I are mean- you you so? I feel like that's where the episode really came from. And just looking at the list that women bring to the table and are they putting themselves in a position to bring those things themselves? Like, I know what I bring to the table.
4: Mm-hmm. You know
3: I, mean? I know. So I know like when I ask for something, I don't see, it. I, I don't even have to ask you cause I'm gonna go get it. Yeah. That's who I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there are some women's like, nah, he gotta have this, 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 this. And you are just looking at her like,
2: yeah. What do you got? You know, like I said, like, it's like a car lot. Like, okay. So do you have the credit score to get that car?
3: Yeah. Do you like, have okay, the credit so score to get that car? You I see, want to it?
2: I see you looking at the Rolls Royce and that's nice. But according to the no, way yeah, you're dressed, I don't know if you got the Rolls Royce qualifications.
3: No, you better go in the Corolla section and pick something that works yeah, you for you. You need
2: to go to the Honda lot. <laughs> like they're down the street. Your, yeah. your cars, they're down there. <laughs>
3: Maybe, maybe no. you
2: don't need to be walking around over here.
3: Yeah. And 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 I know it sounds messy. Again, the women be like, damn, Kay, you go really hard. But at the same time, I'm like, again, um, if you was my son or my cousin or my brother, and I met some of these chicks and they and I would flat out tell my dude, I tell the men in my life, like, yo, I don't like her. And they'd be like, why not? And I'd be like, this, 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 this. Like, yo, she not the one. She's not the one. They are like, how you know? I'm like, yo, she's just trying to level up.
2: Yeah, sometimes we'll be, you know, we need that outside discernment, okay. that 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 feminine energy to tell us when a woman ain't shit. And they were
3: like, nah, I'm gonna fuck with her anyway. And then they come back. You was right, Kate. No, nah, I know. I know.
2: Mm-hmm. Always I listen do- to your female friends, with- fellas.
3: I told y'all, y'all ain't want to listen to me. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's, that's where that episode came from. And then, it just kind of goes from there. There's some, there's some of, you know, bitch-ass niggas, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Because um, it's the opposite of weak bitch tendencies, you know. There's there's some dudes out there that, you know, doing some bitch nigga shit. Bitch-ass uh, niggas. Yeah, bitch-ass niggas, yeah. And you guys got to be like, yo, my dude, like, you know, you got to get on with your life and do what you need to do. So there's, there's some topics that people don't want to talk about, and I just take the time and sit down and and pour myself a drink and, and I talk about them because I feel like somebody got to say it. So yeah. I'm say it. And
2: Shout out that. to the Friday fuckery.
3: Yeah. And then every Friday is the fuckery all day long. I just, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Whenever I don't do it, people hit me up and they're like, okay, there's no Friday fuckery today. I'm like, yo, my dude, I'm at work. Yeah. <laughs> <Can you> Niggas <laughs> like, got lives
2: outside of this shit.
3: Like, yo, I got to work. Hold on. Hold on. It's coming. It's coming. Um, so every Friday on my Instagram is just Friday fuckery all day. It's just, I actually used to commute on a bus to work and I was bored and I just started posting stuff on Fridays and it just took off and people started following me. And now Fridays, I just do fuckery all day long and we have a good time and we feel good and we laugh and because life's hard enough. Like, let's
2: just. Yeah. I'm glad I got a personal page to get back to my bullshit. Cause (laughs) it's too much game page. I don't like memeing them up like that. So now that I got my uncle Dolomite page, I get the. Yeah, so I do it timeline. on my personal
3: page. My safe loud page is mostly safe loud. stuff but um, my personal page every Friday we just have a good time, and feel good, and you know let everybody enjoy some fuckery.
2: Yeah, hell yeah. All right, well, you know you could plug everything. You know we've would been <laughs> out here hour and twenty and shit. We can go all motherfucking night, but I gotta go to work. Yeah, and you're shit.
3: but you're gonna come on my show. We're gonna do another episode. We're gonna get this one out on both platforms. Um, So we're going to be all over the place. We're going to market this. You know how I do already. Yeah. Um, the brand, if you haven't uh, followed me, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, pretty much everywhere. I am Karen L. Um, or Say It Loud. Yeah. Say It Loud. S-A-Y-I-T-H-L-O-U-D. So that's all over um, the social media. There's also a website. There's merch and mugs and hats and gray sweatpants. Um. That's another one that was crazy, too, because I always talk about gray sweatpants. Then my daughter called me up, and she was like, Ma, you know what you should do for the fall for merch? And I was like, no. She was like, gray sweatpants. I was like, you're right. You're right. And then within a couple hours, boom, gray sweatpants season. It's like sundresses. The
4: main thoughts.
3: (laughs) It's thought gear, but, you know, go ahead, fellas, live. We're enjoying the eye candy um so uh so yeah go to the website there's merch there's all kinds of stuff on there and just um just have a good time man that's all we want to do
2: beautiful thing
3: yeah, yeah. Right, i'm i'm shit. trying to
2: step my shit up like well, man, you I, let
3: me know you I'm, let me know when you're ready
2: like i'm trying i'm trying to get i'm trying to get like karen yee out here <laughs> fucking killing <laughs> shit
3: yeah, whenever you're ready. Listen, I feel like we got time right now. We got time. So whatever we want to manifest, now's the time to do it. Let's yeah, I got to give
2: it. me a vision board and all that good old shit. Yeah, let's
3: just do it. Step let's just, my
2: manifestation let's, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You got to just bring it to life and let's
2: do it. Hell yeah. Well, I appreciate having you on. Uh, you know, at this point, this is when I give my I give my guests the option because, you know, I got my little closer that I do. You can okay. kick it for the closer or you know you can you know i know it's late out there in new york y'all what about ten forty three at night and shit yeah yeah you yeah know? so i'm like if you want to kick it or you could jet you know it's on you but
3: I'll, I'll listen i'll listen
2: yeah i finna say y'all i got i gotta do my little outro and shit so you know how it be up to y'all all, all right. right so yeah we we're gonna go ahead and drop the mic on that shit if you would like to support us financially, it is patreon.com slash townhouse media, town e house media, support all the townhouse media podcasts, seriously, not another podcast Friday nights at 9pm with the super producer Ben Reddy, whenever the fuck he get around to it, whenever he feel like that shit, cause every Friday it ain't gonna be happening, but when he feel like it, he gonna do that shit, uh, Tuesdays, the talk flirty podcast, talk flirty Tuesdays with just Nikki. Check her out. She's back on, back, coming back consistent. Shout out to her. Also on Tuesdays, the Sports For You podcast with Nick Freeze, Young Mark and John Watson. 6 p.m. live on Facebook and live on YouTube. They do they thing. One of my favorite sports podcasts. Wednesdays, the No Rules podcast. Hunt days will never be the same with Mark and Ill Will doing they shit, a.k.a. The Bloods. Um... Also, on Sundays, Cat vs. Dog Podcast with myself, Young Dolomite, and my co-host CJ, Chelsea Perry, the motherfucking celebrity of Townhouse Media. Sundays, 3 p.m. Pacific, Liveify, Houston time. And if you hear, here, you already know, the Too Much Game Podcast. Live on Fridays, I'm trying to do these motherfuckers at 6 p.m. Pacific every day. I'm trying to be consistent and schedule these motherfuckers. So y'all catch me when y'all catch me. I'm on social media on my personal page at Uncle Dolomite at Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram uh, at Too Much Game Pod One on Twitter. Even though I'm never tweeting on that shit. At Young Dolomite on Twitter. Even though I'm never tweeting on that shit. Follow me on YouTube, Apple, all streaming platforms. Leave a like, rate, and review. Comment, like, share, subscribe, and all that good old shit. And um, I think that's it. So thanks thank you to my guests. Thank you so very much Karen for popping up and pulling up and fucking with me. And and my my all the time everybody already know. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much gang.